this week on Big Eyes. We don't actually talk about the news that just came out on Tuesday, so we're going to save that for next week. However, we do have some powerful power rankings that we're here to bring to you on episode 112. Let's get it. The Big Eyes Podcast. Welcome back, all new week, all new big guys, episode 112. As always, it's AD and LJ back at it again with the manga chapters. You know, the latest and greatest in Shonen Jump. What's going on, bro? Man, what's good? Episode 112? That's crazy. Hey, man, listen. Hold on. In in honor of. <laughs> in honor of. Go ahead and run Episode it one 112. Run it one time. Hold on. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. Hold on. It's episode 112. Mm. Can you hear it? Can you hear it in the background, my people? <laughs> Come on, man. Come turn on. Me up, turn me up. Turn me turn up. Turn me up. This is episode 112. We're all about love today. Come on. And as I told you I love you, that doesn't mean that I don't care. Ooh. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout well, out to one twelve. Oh, let me get some auto tune on this day. I don't know. Listen, man, shout out to one twelve. Hey, man, yeah. Nah, all new episode though, man. We're here. Yeah, man. I love one twelve, man. They they really go crazy in the nineties, man. They, they do for real. Shout out to shout out to Diddy. Shout out to Slim. Shout out to all them guys. Yeah. Shout out to Diddy for probably not paying them anything. <laughs> That's a fact. I feel like they, he he owe everybody royalties. Oh, he owe a lot of people money. I don't know how did he be walking around so crazy. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to touch Diddy before. Oh, there's definitely probably been people that try to touch Diddy. You think? Oh, Yo, this yeah, man been walking sure. around clean over everybody like fifty and everybody else, man. And Diddy's still the only no, one walking no, around. Not, clean. Hey, not not recently. No one done tried to touch Diddy, but Diddy definitely done done attempted to been touched before. <laughs> He's too big now. You can't touch Diddy now. Now yeah. that's a damn near impossible, impossible task. Yeah. Oh, before yeah, it's definitely it's probably it's definitely been some attempts on his life. Shout out to J Lo. <laughs> oh man, but nah, man. Uh, like I said, we're here though. We're here to talk about manga. Another week in Shonen Jump. Yeah, man. You already know. How you feel about this week? Yeah, I was just about to say it's a long week. It was. It was. <laughs> You know, Jay Z handshake gift. It was, it was, it was okay. <laughs> like it was nothing. I don't. I don't. When you hear the power rankings, you can tell that it's a it's a low week because or or okay week because when you hear who got number one this week, you're gonna. Uh, people are probably gonna look at the rankings when we put it on the timeline. Like what? The rankings this week is kind of this. Yeah, this one, the rankings, the rankings this week is kind of all over the place. I'm not even gonna lie. Because we literally we we had the whole discussion in, in our chat, man, and we were just we did. Like, shout out, shout out to Cyrus because yeah. Cyrus is another member of the of the ranking committee. Yeah, um, we had we had this whole discussion. We was like, really, 
This is the only chapter that really deserves it. Everything else is just like... You you know it's bad if we can get Cyrus to agree to this. (laughs) You know it's bad when Cyrus is even like, all right, that's fine, as long as you give X, Y, and Z number. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, he was just like, whatever. But nah, man, uh, another week in rankings. Was there any news this week? I don't even think really anything popped off this week, did it? Uh, Not really, nah. The only thing that I really found just on happenstance was... um, I think I think it's a good tie-in because it's also a part of the rankings this week. I don't know if it's the first time it's been on the rankings, but it's uh, Witch Watch. I found that the creator, Kenta Shinohara, has a TikTok. He has stop-motion animation all across the TikTok, man. Like, it's That's going hard. crazy. I think, I think the last one you see, Roshi DDT and somebody. That shit crazy. How does he find time to do all this? You're writing a Magatha and doing stop-motion on TikTok? Not everybody has the same 24, man. Not the same 24, bro. Not everybody has the same 24. Don't listen to the don't 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 listen to the Twitter financial gurus. Everybody's 24 is different. That's uh, all I yeah. gotta say. That's all I gotta say. But yeah. no, that's tight though. I know Sakamoto yeah. days, they just have the, the volume seven release cover. Oh yeah, they have volume seven. Akane Banashi had a volume one release cover. That shit clean. I'm not gonna hold it's you. super clean. I was super good. I love. Yeah. Listen, man, we love a we love a good uh, manga cover. Yeah. So, but y'all, man, nothing, nothing too crazy this week. Um, okay, before we do, because there is one thing I was really, really wrong about. PPPPPPP. I don't know what they're calling it for real, but I was very, very wrong about that manga. It is. It's flourishing and it's gonna lasting. I'm glad you said this. They just had. They just had. They just had their reprint. Yeah, I think they not. It's like their third reprint. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was really wrong about this. I apologize. I, I think we're seeing a new era in Jump, where it's like more creative titles. Like I think I don't want to say it paved the way because that that'll be kind of discrediting everything else that came before. But like Dr. Stone was one of them different titles where it's like okay, it's scientific, but now we're getting PvP where it's like okay music based we got kind of where it's doing the rock go acting thing man like we're seeing a lot of uh, different things and they're being kind of experimental and jump of course we got the battle shown and stuff man but you know I'm, I'm appreciating the fact that we got some of these different titles that's coming in and they're doing well yeah for sure so and shout out to them but all right let's do it they're getting into these rankings big eyes uh the big eyes power rankings for um may 22nd so, number one, kicking it off, mm, Dragon Ball mm. Super. Shout out. You know what? They're getting this by default because it just... it <laughs> Everything else. <laughs> no, nah, it's not that. It's not... I wouldn't even say because it's everything else. But they get, the, mean, they, get yeah. the, they get the dragon... You get the Dragon Ball yeah. moment. You get yeah, your Dragon Ball moment. Good. You get Goku. You get Vegeta. <laughs> they start powering up. It looks all like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's not different. only that, it's like 30 plus years going into this one moment where it's like Goku having a come to Jesus moment, realizing who Bardock was from when we saw him in Broly, and now he's having a conversation with Vegeta. Like, I finally think I understand what saying pride is. And even Vegeta is like, Yeah, I kind of forgot what that meant. What like I kind of forgot what that was like too. So I I hate the fact that it's your dad telling me what saying pride is about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like little hating but you know they i think vegeta and goku kind of bonded through that and you know they get into the fight they they actually 
willingly, like, with smiles on their faces, team up and fighting. Because you know Vegeta would usually be like, nah, I ain't finna do that. What you doing? Like, it's my fight. I, I got the one-on-one. But the fact that they're actually both, like, willingly teaming up together to take down gas, kind of crazy. I, I enjoyed this chapter a whole lot. Yeah, it was fun, man. I mean, like you said, there's not... It- to me, there's not much depth. To others, they'll be like, wow, this is a deep chapter because they're talking about the Saiyan Pride thing. I mean, obviously, Goku's done figured out what Saiyan Pride is like 17 times in his, yeah. <laughs> in his, uh, in his life. But no, nah, <laughs> I, I think it's just a, once again, it just, this whole arc has definitely been a lot about character development. And you're kind of, this is like really the first time ever you do see, it seems very intentional with the growth of these characters. Yeah, and you've seen that like they're actually putting something like you know what I'm saying. Like it doesn't seem accidental or just maybe's or just like it just so happens. It looks very intentional. It looks like they're actually trying to put the you know Vegeta and Goku through situations and introduce characters that does help them push themselves past um, just fighting. I mean, I even think Wiss in general when he talks about Ultra Instinct is like, what does it mean to you? So you're you're start okay. we're starting to get a little like. I mean, it started with Vegeta, obviously, something that we've talked about multiple times in the show. But then now you're actually starting, like, Goku. You're starting to get, like, beneath the surface. And I feel like Goku has consistently been kind of a surface-level character. But, yeah. um, you know, we're getting a little bit beneath the surface. You're kind of figuring out, like, once again, what, what these things mean to them. You get a little flashback moment with Goku remembering, like, dang, I do remember seeing my parents in the tank, and like, I do remember seeing my dad. And you have these, like you said, you have these, like, come to Jesus moments with the both of them, which has been mm-hmm. cool. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just think overall, for what Dragon Ball Super did, they definitely deserve the, the number one chapter this week. I mean, and then, like I said, we get the moment of, of Goku and Vegeta powering up. Uh, yeah. Another, you know, like I said, we get our we get our clean Dragon panel. Ball moment right there. Very clean panel. Um, I can't. I'm not gonna say can't wait to see this animated because I don't know if we'll ever see it animated. But we're gonna see it animated. Dragon Ball made too much money to not get animated. Like, yeah, whatever. They're they're <laughs> making all these OVAs, bro. They get too net. I, I don't really don't. Th- I truly do not think they care about Super. Because here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Because they, I'm only looking at it from the perspective of how they started Super to begin with. We had. Z Battle of Gods, and then we had Resurrection F, and then we started Super. And now we got Broly, and now we got the new movie coming out. So I think after the new movie come out, then we're gonna, you know, maybe kick off Super, and then get to the end of Z. Maybe they'll cap it off right there and be like, alright, this is the complete saga of everything that we have beforehand, and now we're about to enter some new territory. Because I think, where do, you think where do you think they go from here after this? I... Honestly, I want to see them deal with the kids more because even with this same chapter, we're kind of seeing like because um, Bardock made the wish of I want to see my kids grow up to be healthy and strong and everything like that. I want to see them thrive. And I think one of them is the other one got murked. <laughs> yeah, he got body bag. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, shout out to Raditz. We, we get flashes of him and we'll never really see My man really entered the scene and stole his nephew <laughs> off rip. It's like, eh. I'll just yeah, rob like, him. Yeah. I'll just steal him. That shit crazy. You got to really think about it. I think that's the crazy thing about Dragon Ball when you talk about it sometimes. It's like, we get all of these character moments and we kind of see like niggas develop for real, but like, I don't think we've seen Goku and Vegeta really develop in this certain way where they're like, 
truly understanding where they came from. Because we even had at the beginning of the arc, you know, Beerus saying to Vegeta, yeah, I, I told Frieza to blow up the planet. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, we've been past that. What are you going to do now? You know what I'm saying? And then we get all of these moments. We get the full circle thing with Granola for Vegeta. Now we're having the moment with Goku. I think that, like, just going toward, going forward in the future, we'll probably see some new things with um, the younger generation, for real, for real. Because even with the movie, we got Pan, who's uh, learning to fight and everything. We got Gohan trying to step up and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is so many directions that they could take, but I think the best direction that they should take is with the kids, especially because we get to finally see Goten and Trunks grow up a little bit more. Like, they actually hit puberty. That shit crazy. We ain't never think we would see that happen. So, yeah, man, I, I just think that that's where we should be heading, and it's it's an open space for them right then and there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, like you said, we still there's so much Frieza mentioned, so you know he could obviously yeah. have something to do with this next stuff, and um. Yeah, we'll we'll see where Super goes, but okay, that's enough Super talk. My head hurts now. <laughs> Y'all making me sick. Um, next up, Blue Box at number two. Um, definitely deserved yeah. that number. It, it was a very close number two. Too. Yeah, I really, I yeah. really enjoyed this. <laughs> Hina, hey, shout out to Hina. Hina playing Ooh. dirty. Who shooter Hina, shoot, he, man? Oh yeah, for real. She don't care. She be moving reckless. I like it. I respect it. She's like, nah, if I'm gonna, if I like, she's like, if I'm gonna crash out, I'm gonna crash out going 100 miles per hour, which I, which I enjoy. If you're gonna crash yeah. out, at least go all the way. At least I, yeah. you know, don't crash out going 50 miles per hour. Yeah, you she know, listen, she's like, nah, she's she like, bad. skip it, full, full. <laughs> listen, pedal to the flow. She said, I want to, I want to do the whole dash. <laughs> We got it. We got it. Like it, it's even crazy where we have the beginning and Taiki's just training, and even everybody's looking around him like, "Bro, you got to get oh, eyes on him right now." Yeah, everybody, the man in school, <laughs> Taki Loki, the man right now. Everybody he said enough for the play. He he a part of the the student council. He like classroom rep, running back and forth, carrying boxes for everybody, make sure everybody good, man. Listen, and he helping Hina with the. Come on, man. Bro, I don't even listen. I, I my nigga going crazy. I feel it. Um, nah, man, but it was a really great chapter. Once again, setting up a crazy uh cliffhanger at the end, which I don't feel is gonna end in some type of crazy way. I feel that it's gonna be pretty light, but yeah. uh, I think just the fact that they're even like, I don't know, like they like they do really well with suspense, even if it doesn't yeah. always like roll into some huge moment or roll into like something really crazy, like they do really well with suspense. And uh, yeah. they did another great one this week on this chapter. Yeah, um, definitely. Number three, Trojan X. Uh, uh, we're we're moving on to essentially right now. We're we're looking at the dynamics between. My bad. I'm blanking on the characters' names right now. Give me two. Seconds. I really just want to call him Moon Knight for real. I'm not gonna. Hold oh, he do. He he, he, listen, <laughs> he definitely got his Moonlight wave on going on right now. Shout out to my men's. Shout yeah. out to my men's and them. Um, okay, so Azuma and Tokyo. Uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. So Tokyo and Azuma are fighting. Obviously, you see Azuma's uh, Trojan powers finally awakened, but he can't control them. He's going through this. He's kind of he's going a wall, and him and Tokyo are fighting. And, and these two, I mean, we when you get introduced to them in the beginning of the series, their best mm-hmm. 
things, but you can tell that there's a weird dynamic between them. I wouldn't call it jealousy. I wouldn't call it hate. I wouldn't call it any of that, but I will definitely say that there is just some underlying tension between these two that yeah. Azuma probably got some unspoken feelings, and I think that's a big thing that is coming to the surface right now. And as Azuma's losing his mind with these powers, uh, I think the... Uh, but... It's like a friendship rivalry type of thing. Yeah, but I I just, I love how this chapter, not even just the art, like the paneling, the pacing, the the way that they tie in these little flashbacks and then with the present moment, like it, it, the the way the story is just laid out this entire chapter is so good. It's it's absolutely amazing. Um, And I I even like the fact that even Tokyo, who has really like been... I think boggled down by his own lack of confidence and his own timidness kind of reaching mm-hmm. a moment of just like, all right, bro, like I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to, he was like, obviously I, I just, we're past beyond talking now. Yeah. I think even like when you start off the chapter, we get like this excerpt from like a Trojan war. And one of the last lines is from the, one of the head war Trojans, And they say, so long as one person is joined by another, they shall, whether consciously or not, battle to the death. And then it transitions back into, you know, the fight between uh, Tokyo and Azuma. So I, I really appreciate that they're going this route to kind of tell this story, man. Like it's it's more layers to it, even though it's showing like this is what is happening right now for us as the reader, like with these two characters. But there is something greater that's going on that happened in the past that kind of symbolizes like, look. This this shit has been going on for way longer, like even with yeah. the flashback of these niggas like playing uh, arm wrestling, and you see Azuma's like, damn, he might be. Yeah, and Azuma beat him, and Azuma's kind of like, hold on, like there's something, <laughs> yeah. there's something weird about this dude. Like I kind of yeah. had to try. Yeah, like, you remember um the the arm wrestling uh shit in Hunter Hunter? That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, like, where? <laughs> yeah, where Gum was like, hold on. Like some ain't right here. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those moments. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but I think yeah, this week's chapter was absolutely amazing. Definitely deserved a top three. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that them two introducing kind of like these past wars and stuff. Uh, they that ending quote, but also them adding that extra layer now to the plot and the story of like, damn, like okay, like what's really been going on under the scenes and behind the scenes with these chosen folks. So. Yeah, we gonna we gonna definitely see something for sure with that one. Um, number four, is this his first time in the top four? I think it is. It didn't even leave like the bottom four for like the longest time. Goddamn, JJK. Whew, you, yeah, you kind of love to see it. You, you my, my, my man, my man, my man, Akutame's <laughs> climbing back. He's climbing the fuck back, bro. I told you the dark days are over. We are call, well, hold on, hold on now, bro. Listen, oh. we, it, I will say this, is that this week's chapter is confirming what you said last week and which, it, which says this last week felt like a good reset or like, okay, we're back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we get a flashback of Panda's backstory. We meet Panda's brother and sister. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we see a lot of, I mean, I take some majority of the chapter, but we just see that Panda's, you kind of understand why Panda is the way he is and why he views his relationships the way he views them. Um, and yeah. how you see him interact with other characters throughout. You see him and his bigger brother 
obviously some big bro little bro stuff you know big brothers picking on him you know but at the end of the day like you know that the big you know his older brother just really loves him um you know and he has a big sister too who you know is obviously a, a very much a protector of him uh between these two but you just see this dynamic between his brother and his sister where I mean, obviously, he's the youngest, so you, you can see how he looks up to them and just wants to be around them and the, the the dynamic between those. And I think that, like I said, I think just this flashback, it just ties really well into just who Panda is and who we've known Panda to know like to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, this, I mean, that takes up the bulk. Like, this whole flashback takes up most of it, but I think the flashback was perfect. I think even Panda's story is perfect. I like how they even ended the flashback with knowing that um, they're, they're like, I, I like how the dad or the or the master was just pretty much like, nah, y'all, y'all think you're protecting Panda, but... <laughs> But really, it's the other way around. So, uh, yeah. but no, I think, like you said, I think this week he just really got back on track. I think that this panda thing is is some, it's shaping up to be the best so far in this arc. Yeah, definitely. I honestly, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, if people don't remember like some of the stuff with panda, I think you should probably go back check out one forty seven. That's the the principal uh, explaining how. Uh, he created Panda essentially and his death. And, you know, he has the ending line of even Panda's cry. And you kind of see it, it play in a role here, like young Panda. He doesn't really have any hate in him. And he, he really just cares for the people around him no matter what. So, I mean, yeah, man, it's just an all around great chapter. I'm glad that we flash back to it and Panda's not really dead. Kashimo is like messing with Panda. Like, I know I didn't get any points. So, are you dead or not? And he holds Panda's head up on a stick, and they're just chopping it up right quick, and then Hakari just drops from the sky with his cursed energy out. <laughs> and he then ready we to, he ready, to, he ready to blow it out for Panda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell Panda his dog. Ew, he ready to shoot it out for my mans. I respect it. Also, that's another reason why it gets yeah. top four. Listen, yeah. more Hakari. My boy pulled what? up. Shout out to the shout out to the Puerto Rican, uh, the Puerto Rican prince. <laughs> the, listen, man, the listen, the the Puerto Rican exorcist. I can't wait, the, man. Curse, curse user, cur, curse, curse user Carlos Arroyo. <laughs> curse, curse user Carlos Arroyo. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, it was a great. I think, like you said, he got back on track. Great chapter, or really good chapter. You know, Hakari comes back. I think now we're actually gonna see him in a real battle in a real fight. Um, yeah. we're gonna, you know, Panda may may not be able to heal himself or reverse uh curse using some type of technique to get himself back together, but we're in a good spot right here. And I really like this uh this person that they're fighting right now. I like the fact that we still don't know like what their motive is in terms of why they're looking for Sakuna. They're just mm-hmm. they're just kind of just like where where is Sakuna at? Like, yeah, they they really been watching folks since before the game because they was one of the first people who added a rule. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we're in a good spot. We got a good antagonist. We got good characters to follow behind. Like, hey man, JJK Listen, might be going up for real. Um, coming in hot at number five, MHA this yeah. week. Uh, I think it was a good follow-up chapter after last week's chapter of Dobby and Toya fighting. I think that this chapter, obviously, it, it weighs very... This chapter 
really shows how important that fight was. Regardless of how quick it was, they showed the heaviness and importance of it and how it really just, for both sides, really did something for the morale of uh, of the team. You see even, you know, you see people acknowledging the fact that, like, man, Shoto, you know what I'm saying? Like, once again, Shoto is one of those guys where we understood how powerful he was and how good he was. And this is the first time I feel everyone's like, okay, my my man's finally showed up. Like my man's finally, yeah. he did his thing. He did what he needed to do. Um, you know, the, on the hero side, everyone's giving him his props. But even on the villain side, like Dobby's falling is one of those things. They're all like, hell no, y'all ain't just beat up my boy. Like there's no way in hell that just happened. And you know, so you even see on the villain side of them being like, listen, even though like Dobby falling doesn't mean we're gonna fall. Dobby falling just means that like I gotta turn up too. So the the law it. it in a weird way, Dobby losing doesn't make him look weak. It, it kind of, in a in a weird way, makes them both look strong at the end of this battle. Because, yeah. And also, you go back to just the important, like those two. Essentially, it like showed how those two are really the heartbeat of each, like the heroes and the villains. Like Dobby's really the heartbeat for the villains, and Shoto, in a weird way, is really the heartbeat for the heroes. Like, yeah, you, you know, I I think that I think that like. You know, like Midoriya and and Bakugo, they're really like the soul and the spirit of the team. But like, like Shoto's really the heartbeat. He's a guy that gets yeah. the blood flowing for everybody. Yeah, especially when you get to the end of the chapter and you see all for one just like on Endeavor's head about you had to let the kids fight, you had to do do let them do it out because you couldn't do it yourself. And you, um, I think it's Hawks right there next to him. It's like, bro, here go the mind games. Like, don't listen to them. You know what I'm saying? And then we see him whip out five different quirks on one hand and just like. Oh, Endeavor about to die. <laughs> Endeavor about to get murdered. Cool. Hey, RIP my boy, but the Endeavor death is slowly yet surely creeping yeah. up on us. Yeah. We got, come, we, I think it's going to come faster than we think. Hey, as long as yeah. they don't kill Hawks, Hawks is my man. I can't have them killing Hawks. Oh, no. Nah, and and if Endeavor cool. dies, I'm cool with it. Listen, Endeavor, like, I feel that's. The, Endeavor dying is oddly enough his retribution, but uh, yeah, nah, it's. I don't it's, think it's, it'll happen. I, I feel you don't, like you don't think Endeavor's dying. I don't. Let me put it like this: I don't want it to happen. I could see it happening. I feel like it's highly unlikely for it to happen. Like he can die for the cause, but at the same time, like that's just another number one hero down. Who's gonna Who's gonna step up after Endeavor? You know what I mean? Like. I feel like I mean this is, is Loki how Midoriya becomes number one. They gotta open up that spot somehow. I still like I, I, I know what you're saying, but I still feel like it's too soon for him. He's like he's gonna be like Spider Man and Tony um Tony Stark, man. Like that's what I'm saying though. Like he he's he's not at that I don't level. Think, like, I don't think nah Midoriya's not gonna die. And like Midoriya, I don't think Endeavor gotta die, bro. I think he does. I mean, I don't think he is. I mean, he don't kill nobody in this series for real. But now nah, he does. But like, I just because we even get the setup with um, what's his name, uh, Mina and uh, Kirishima with the guy who took out Midnight, and we also got another setup with um, uh, Naval Laser and whoever's fighting him from uh, a Tartarus escapee with Fat Gum. So I think there's going to be like some other setup. We got some setups with other fights, you know what I'm saying? Like I think we're going to 
we're we're getting to a good point with MHA. I just don't see him dying. I feel like he's gonna last a good bro, bit he's of gonna more die, bro. He about to murder. I hope he does. I mean, I think it's I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect for a story. I don't think it ever needs to end this story alive. I don't think MHA needs to end with Endeavor alive. And I don't, I'm not even saying this as someone who just enjoys seeing characters die. I'm really saying this. As I just think that's just how his story should end. I think he's just in, in a weird way. In a, in a weird way, Endeavor doesn't deserve a happy ending. Like, he doesn't deserve an alive ending. I'll say that. He doesn't deserve an alive ending. I, Everything I'll say he's, he's going to miss through, an arm. He's going to be missing an arm, bro. I think that's like if he gets a, forced a into retirement. If he gets if he gets forced into retirement, okay, whatever. That's a that's a consolation prize. I think he yeah. just needs to go out with a hole in his chest, though. <laughs> because yeah, okay, you gotta like, think about it. You gotta think about it. All my all my's gonna stay living. All my's not gonna die at all. All my's not gonna die. Um, Shigaraki won't. Obviously, Midoriya is gonna live. They mess around and might still keep all from one living. They gotta give us one. There gotta be one big death. It's gonna be all for one for sure. All for one is for sure dying. They can't leave him alive. They will. Yeah, he, he 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 has to die. He he has to die by default. Either he dies or Shigaraki dies. They, both of them gotta die technically. I don't think either one dies. Because I wouldn't I be surprised either. if Shigaraki takes out all for one. Like on some stop trying to control my body type shit. You know what I mean? Nah, like, that's, a, that's again. It's a, that's a very real possibility too. That's a very real possibility. We'll see. We will see. But no, nah, I think this chapter though. I think it was good. I think it. Once again, I think I like this chapter just because it it, it reminded like it made the battle before important, even though it was short and quick. Like it wasn't a long battle. It wasn't really you know what I'm saying. But like I, I enjoyed how they still showed the heaviness of it and like what it meant for each side. So that's my thoughts on it. Um, yeah. coming in at number six, Akane Banache. She finally finished. She gonna get her lick back? Mm, that's a good. That's a good question. She gonna get her lick back? I think it's gonna be. I, it's gonna be too soon. I think I like how they started off with my man's on TV. He on oh, there yeah. talking like a. He on there talking like a villain. <laughs> He's like, "What do you mean? I'm a funny guy. You think you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you being so scared of me? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comedian." Man. Everybody on there like, nah, nigga, we know about you. You goddamn asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, niggas is calling me right now. I ain't got time for this. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but no, nah, I think I think Akane Banashi, I think it was a really good chat. I think that was a great chapter because I you see her ready to lock in. I like I like I like the Rocky theme music was playing this entire chapter for me. Listen, I'm already seeing it now. She doing pull-ups and going on her runs and jumping rope. She getting ready for this little competition. I like how no one stops her. I like I just love the I love the fact that like I don't know, this whole this whole chapter was really good. It it was yeah. from from them introducing the dude, like her finally having her opening to meet with dude, like mm-hmm. her like being like, no, nah, like not even hiding the fact that she's like, I want to ask this man why he expelled my dad them many years ago. Like, mm-hmm. I want to, like, she's, this chapter, it, it's really setting up something up big for the story. How she got to go to, like, we're finally getting another senpai coming in. Uh-huh. And, you know, it like, it, it's, it's the fact that she was able to perform on, like, he was just wanting to see a video of her do the little routine, and she just did it on the spot. Like, he, that nigga was impressed. He was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's like, she still got a long way to go, but, like, it's really setting up, like, she got a lot of growth. She has a lot of potential. 
and we get to the end of the chapter and we see him actually perform and she's like i really want to see what this man is really working with because you know what i'm saying like i gotta learn i know i'm not the best but if he's one of the top folks you know what, what is his performance like I don't know, man. This this chapter though, this chapter was really good. I really enjoyed it. I think that kind of Benache is slowly becoming one of my favorites. I, it's 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 getting up there. It's been very consistent lately, and it's like I said, it's been doing really well with the story and how it's been introducing characters and 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 weaving in new characters and how she's been able to learn. Um, and and like you said, when the beginning of this episode, like it's 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 a it's a story that is definitely. Um, no different than what we're used to and so you know i think there's just like the bigger emphasis on like more storytelling and like these these moments of her like these kind of trial moments for her come in a different way that isn't a battle so that's also fun mm-hmm. nah yeah kind of benache coming in at six number seven sakamoto days um not a bad chapter i mean this chapter was legit 97 percent action yeah yeah, I think the biggest quarrel that I mean, we talked about this me and Cyrus. I think the biggest quarrel that we all had here was how they did Shin and how we felt about that. Yeah, like we we really should have seen Shin like come out of his shell with because you know for the last few chapters he's been working with this man um who can copy moves with a sound and they've been tag teaming on this guy who's with the VR headset just like whooping their ass like we should have seen Shin step up and get a W, especially after all of this. I need to stop being a burden to Sakamoto. You know what I'm saying? I got to I gotta repay him back, you know what I'm saying? And he gets saved by Sakamoto at the end of the last chapter. Sakamoto tells him, you know, you did your work, son. Like, go, go and get these guys out of here. Get get out of here. This is something only you can do. Like, oh, man, Shin should have did a little bit more. But I think that I can see it. I see it from both sides in terms of do I feel that Shin should have got this win? Yes, but they didn't make him look weak mm-hmm. throughout this. Like he still walked away looking strong. He still walked yep. away looking in. A, in a, I think he walked away in a better spot than he began. Yep. So um, I think that how the battle was going for the simple fact that they are fighting a guy who's getting. You know, essentially getting controlled by someone else. Like he's not really fighting yeah. the main dude. He's kind of fighting the robot of him. Yeah. Um, and Sakamoto getting that win doesn't that allow Shin a chance to get his, you know what I'm saying? He gets get his rematch with the real guy when that time finally mm. comes. Um yeah. I think it's not even just that. It's like the the fact that this guy was beating up the admins and the other students. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's, somebody else, like yeah, it, it's like you know, like it's not like this guy was some slouchy. There, it's like they're fighting some bum, and he had it like there. He's fighting one of the uh, probably one of the best characters we've seen so far, uh, especially like power level wise and uh, combat wise. So it's not like he was fighting some punk. Like he was fighting an elite dude. Um, and once again, Sakamoto coming in doing the save. Uh yeah, I mean it doesn't look bad like, but I do agree that I think this is a moment where, especially because it has been a, a focal point of Shin pushing himself and Shin constantly pushing himself and Shin really being the one of like, 
no, like I need soccer. Like I, I can't continue to rely on Sakamoto. And they, I mean, they're, they're, they, I think the the fact that Sakamoto gave him that nod of, you know, I trust you, you know, or like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I trust you with my life. Like I, I really do like, this isn't, so, you know, once again, the little things that make Shin walk away still looking strong, but I do agree that I think that we all wanted a little more, at least for to see Shin finish out the fight without Sakamoto coming in. Um, but other than that, though, I mean, the rest of the chapter is just Sakamoto doing Looney Tune fights, and <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's really it. Like, there's nothing yeah. more to it other than Sakamoto really beating this dude up in the funniest of ways. Yeah, this nigga really stamped his face in the passport. <laughs> like, Bro, stamped him in a passport, <laughs> jumped on the other side of the plane and like seesawed him. <laughs> he smacks the wheels of the thing and then rides the wheels to get him off. Like it was just it was a bunch of like just foolishness, which was it was great. It was fun. Um the cover, the colored page was crazy, and they got the cover this week. Both of them were absolutely great. Yeah. Um, they came through with the Reservoir Dogs uh, inspired cover, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I mean this chapter was fun. I just think overall, like it, it, it was fun. It was cool. It didn't really do much though. It was just nothing but fights. Um, and yeah. obviously the Shin moment. I think that's the biggest thing that we were all kind of arguing about. Like, I don't think any of us were mad about it, but I think we were all kind of just like, ah, oh, they could have did my dog Shin just a little better. Yeah. They could have at least let him walk away with some. T- they know they could have. No, they could have Sakamoto shinned it. You know, it could have been a two-on-one type of ordeal where he still he gets a win by, you know, proxy or something. But yeah, it's all good. He'll uh, get his chance, man. We, we, all he'll definitely, he'll say, we know it for sure. Um, And last one, rounding it out, is a Witch Watch. I think it was just a very wholesome and fun chapter that we both enjoyed. Yeah, I think that we're finally seeing this love story kind of flourish. Uh, it's, it starts off with I think last chapter we end off with Mori having a letter from Nico when they were kids. And it says that they'll be the bestest friends forever. And the other girl who is friends with them, who's also a witch, thinks that he's placed under a curse so he can never see her as more than a friend, even though we know that Nico has all of these feelings for him and shows him out openly. So she has this spell to show whether or not that they bloom a flower and Whatever shows up on the flower or if, whether it's bugs, that shows the type of friendship that they have. And it it's kind of fun to see the hijinks between all of the other characters and how they feel about each other. Like whether or not they're bugs, like that means they like each other or as friends, they play around with each other. They'll, they'll eventually get back together. But then we end off the chapter with Maury kind of having his flower and then it blooms into like a big butterfly and it's, it's like a big firework. It's a nice double page spread and it's like Damn man, we kind of need to see that for for Chi and Taiki, man. Like, hey, listen, shout out to the <laughs> shout out, listen, shout out to shout out to the A show because they just they all looked at each other, each other and just said lipo, let it play out, man. They're just like, let it play out. <laughs> that's, that's all they fact. need to do. They're like, don't force it, just let it play out. They'll be out. Right. Yeah, yeah. But nah, they, listen, this is another week though in the Big Eyes podcast. Another week of power rankings. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in to all new episode. And as always, make sure you're following the Lookout RNC and you're subscribed to Lookout RNC wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're following, subscribe to RNC Radio Live. Um, no, and, and AD, what's the sign off? You already know. Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout, only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast. <laughs>